Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone, hanging out live at Restore Hyper Wellness and Cryotherapy. Come by and see us. We're in Draper, 121 East, 123rd South, uh, just east of I-15. Very easy to get to, well, for me and and for Bowler and for Zach. Lisa's pet name for me is Bowler. So, look, I took one wrong turn. All right. (laughs) Very easy to get to. Come see us. Craig Bowler, Jack, of course, joins us. And uh, you can come grab Jazz Gear, say hi to us. Uh, And they have great uh, prices right now for Zone listeners. But how are you, Bowler? I'm good. I was, uh, Gordo, it's good to see you. Good to see you, Bowler. Good to see you, Jake. Uh, (laughs) I I thought maybe I could, we ought to, all all four of us just get hooked up with a B12 hit, you know, (laughs) like a drip. Over the next hour. And we'd walk out of here feeling fine. good. <laughs> a little spring in the old yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Take yeah, a few that's... years off. You know, I tell you what, it's a great idea, though. I mean, I, I've, I, I think it's, uh, uh, you know, immune system in this day and age. I mean, it's, it's good to kind of keep on top of it, especially as, as you and I, Gordon, yes. not, not specifically Jake, but as Father Time keeps running, us, running at us. It does, but you know, Jake I still got a good stiff arm, though, man. Jake is an old soul, but, yeah. But I think the body's breaking down. I may, I too, may yeah. look thirty-eight, but with the wear and tear, fifty-eight. I'm, I'm about fifty-eight. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. right about. Yeah, there, you need to so. get hooked up then too. I, yeah. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Bowler. I got to tell you, it it was it was it was uh, music to my soul last night when I saw uh, Craig Bowlerjack in the media room over at the arena at a jazz game, and he was dressed like me. <laughs> I was. <laughs> it, well, hey, yeah. no TV. You were you no, were was, kicking it cash. I was just hanging. Yesterday. I was just oh, hanging back. It felt good, didn't got it? Got to see Jake. Got to see you. Uh, got to talk to my son Nick. Yeah, and uh, just uh, had a good convo in the press room, and then finally found my way up uh, to the new perch. Usually, and, Bowler has the European. Or no, not European, because yeah, you tried are, that one time. Here? The I, European I, suit I that one time was European. cut a little tight, wasn't I, it, Bowler? I, I can't wear a Euro. Sorry, man. <laughs> no. but, but you looked comfortable last night, and I think you should do one of the games like just that. Just like man. that? Yeah, just like yeah. that, man. Yeah. Just sit back. Ball cap backwards. Yeah. And, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> just chilling. One, one night. Yeah, casual. Casual, casual night. Casual Friday night. Casual Friday. I think it's a great idea. It was good to see you, though, uh, although the game itself was not much to look at. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, three in a row in the loss column after uh, the uh, the 52-point win against Adelaide, uh, our friends from Australia. And, you know, uh, I can understand, you know, fans getting a little uh, antsy. We, uh, You know, tomorrow night we wrap up preseason against uh, Portland, who, by the way, hammered at home by the Phoenix Suns. So I don't know if you can really, uh, you know, how much you play into it. I Look, last night still I could still tell – there was miscommunication. There was still uncertainty uh, on the floor. And I think I even will admit to this. Um, I, I think because of the experience of Conley and Bogdanovich, Green and Davis, uh, and Moutier, again, as a young guy who came here for one reason, that was to, to, to improve his game uh, with the coaching techniques, techniques that the Jazz staff have. But... Uh, you know, I, th- I thought it would be an easier transition. I think the lesson for Jazz Nation, myself, and I don't know how you guys feel about it, it does take a little longer 
to 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 get that sixth sensibility of each other and even with you know when you guys first started doing the big show i mean it takes time to kind of anticipate and when we were working together gordon i mean i no excuses look defense is lacking right now and that's the concern because last year you had a couple of tough guys in crowder and d faves who kind of were able to back up rudy and have his back whenever Quinn decided to play them all together. But I'm looking at numbers. I'm like locked today. And the Jazz in preseason ranked 28th in a points allowed. And you're looking at 117 and a half. Uh, so remember, they only allowed, I think, 88 in the Adelaide game. And that kind of tells you even more so that they've, they've allowed points aplenty here in the last three games. 78 so, in the first half last year. Yeah, that's, that's a troubling. And, you know, things improved after, I'm sure, a, uh, a little dress down by Coach Quinn Snyder. But it, it's, it's, you know, you hope tomorrow night that, you know, something breaks through. And, you know, at times you see, uh, you know, a little bit of it. But still, I, I don't feel there's a real high level of confidence with one another right now. And, and Jake and I were talking while you had to step out about the start last year. And even though they were, had been together the year before, there still is time that it takes time to, to blend. So I don't see any reason to push any panic button. Uh, you know, you've got 10 games, a really quick five, by the way, and seven days to start the season. And you see the Clippers, you're going to get a, you know, not once but twice home and away. Uh, without Paul George, at least for now, with the shoulder. But, you know, there, there, there are some critical games early. But, again, the Jazz and Quinn have never been one to really punch the panic button. Uh, and I think the expectations is part of the issue as well. And, you know, again, as I said, the Conley acquisition, you would think Donovan and, and him would just automatically just become a great combination in the backcourt. But it does take time to, to have that ability to, to understand each other's style of play. Um, and uh, I think everyone really just fell in love with the idea that, look, this is going to be a quick, quick transition uh, to a lot of new faces. And I think we've learned maybe that's just not the case. You know, one thing, Bowler, and, and there's been a few buzzwords at all the practices that I've been to and, and all the interviews that I've done, and I, I, Gordon and I were joking about this a little bit off the air, but reads, you hear everybody in, in almost every interview, somebody says the word reads. Mm-hmm. Another another buzzword out there is, is terminology sure. and how Quinn Snyder uses different terminologies. Last the, year was connectivity. And, and, uh, and focus and force. Right. Yeah. And, but, uh, and another one this year is details. They all talk about Quinn Snyder, how detail-oriented he is. I've noticed those three words and and you know what all of them have in common they're all they're all upstairs yeah <laughs> and they're all things that you're learning these guys are are trying to pick up all of this and this is what the preseason is for right and i i told gordon about this a little bit earlier be a little patient going into the regular season as well it's not especially defensively all going to to just fold together nice and night nice immediately it's going to take time for all this stuff to sink in and for them to be on the same page. yeah I, I think that's a that's a great point uh but it still doesn't take away i think the fans expectations because True. of the excitement that's been generated all summer long with uh, conley coming over and ricky of course signing a sweet deal uh with the phoenix suns and phase we saw down in new orleans uh, he's trying to make his own adjustments uh, with the Pelicans, and you've got Jay, uh, you know, in Memphis. So, you know, there's there's a, a lot of teams, and I think this is one thing that we really all have to watch out for during the first 10, 15, 20 games. Most teams in this league this summer, it was the most active 
movement that I can remember. And I don't think the Jazz are alone in this. Look, yeah, you got LeBron. Okay, AD. Okay, look, it still takes time. And you know what? Now he's got a sprained thumb. So he's going to lose time uh, learning the whole process. And I talked to Mike Conley too, Jake and Gordo. And the thing is, even though he's been in this league going on his 13th year and he just turned a ripe young age of 32, he's learning new language. The plays pretty much are the same, but the language on, on, on understanding what Quinn wants. And you made a great point. And, Gordon, you've seen this. He, Quinn is such a guy that an angle and, and the way you set a pick, where your hips are, where your feet are, that's the detail you spoke of. Yeah. And a lot of players have never been coached that way. And so that's what he's trying to drill into their heads right now. And when you watch it, and when I see it at practice, you just sit back and go, wow. I mean, I'm talking just this, or I'm doing this in my seat here, but you can imagine just the detail in where you are, feet, shoulder, head, and how a player rubs off on a screen. It's, it's an amazing thing to see. It's like, the, uh, it's like Gordon working on his golf swing. All right. those little oh, details. Yeah. yeah, right. And it may take a minute to come together, on, but you hope. On the putt-putt course? <laughs> yeah. But the evidence of that bowler is uh, what you guys were talking about, those struggles the Jazz had with a 50-point defeat to uh, Dallas last, last year. year. Mm-hmm. That was the same team that finished second in defensive efficiency yeah. by the end of the year. So, the, so these, uh, this is what Ed Davis was talking about to you, Jake, that it doesn't happen right away, and nobody wins a championship before the All-Star break. That's a, that's a direct quote from him, although positioning is important from the very beginning. And so how quickly they can get all that together will have a huge impact on, on their opportunity for greatness in the postseason. So we'll see how it goes. But it's interesting to me that it isn't so much at the offensive end. It's at the defensive end. And those little things like funneling players into Rudy and, uh, and, and the little details make a big, big difference uh, for this team. So that's encouraging, actually, that it is between the years. As opposed to, nope, they're not physically capable of doing right, what Quinn right. wants them to do. If that yeah. were the case, the Jazz would be screwed. I think I think the three-point shot, hopefully, well, it has to come come around. I mean, in the preseason, Bogdanovich is, I think, again, new guy, pressure. Mike Conley, new guy, pressure. Expectations, again, right on their shoulders. And I know fans say, hey, they get paid a lot. But at the same time, you have to understand, too, uh, that the, the whole process of an athlete at that high of level – uh, to get to know another 12, 14 athletes who've been put together. Remember, there's, what, only four core from a year ago. I mean, the Jazz made multiple changes here. And it's Joe, uh, who still has the nifty ability. Last night, the guy was huge in the second quarter when he came off the bench. I don't know what Quinn's going to do for the starting five. That still, I think, is undetermined, even though they've tried Jeff Green there. They've tried Royce O'Neal there. But but Joe, for some reason, just gives stability to the five on the floor, the other four. I mean, and he has is, is a fifth. Last night, his assist, the way he's able to see the floor and pass the ball and find seams, I mean, the guy's crafty. And I, I don't know what Quinn's going to use him as a starter or bring him off the bench. But, again, preseason is to determine that, right? Yep. I mean, different players, different positions, and he's had a good look at a lot of different players. And sooner than later, they're going to have to trim this roster down. And tomorrow night, I'm guessing they've really got to put forth that rotation that we saw most of the night last night and really work them even more. Probably eight to nine, maybe ten guys, but mostly it's going to be a nine-man, uh, a nine-man game in my book. 
Well, that's what we've seen the last two games. I mean, we even saw uh, some of the starters go into the fourth quarter last yeah. night. So yeah, he tightened it up last night. Yeah. He wanted to. He wanted those guys to gel, and yeah. and he gave them plenty of opportunity to do so. But it never really completely came together, not the defensive end. Well, the, the offensive end, I think, is going to be really good. The game in New Orleans, remember, was close, and he let the young guys in the final eight and a half minutes come in and say, okay, let me see what you can do. And that was a game that was winnable. But uh, even though they played hard in the, in the fourth quarter, I think it was two within one of the Pelicans, uh, you know, they, they still lost that game. But, you know, part of camp – Part of preseason is to get a chance to get a good feel on who you brought in, what they can do. Are are and most of them are going to be you know channeled off into the G League, but there may be one or two guys they're going to keep their eyes on, obviously, and say hey, it could help this help this roster, this NBA roster, uh, in sometime during the course of the year. All right, uh, we'll get more with Bowler coming up next. We'll obviously continue to talk about Utah Jazz. We are live today at uh, Restore Hyper Wellness and Cryotherapy. Come see us, 121 East, 123rd South. They have some great deals going for Zone listeners right now. $25 for cryotherapy, $75 for IV drip, IV drip, excuse me, $49 for the hyperbaric oxygen. And our friend Brody joins us once again. And Brody, these are just really great ways to help us take care of ourselves and help us feel better. Yeah, that's right. I think the best part about Restore is we're using your body's natural defense mechanisms to feel better, right? To fight inflammation, to rehydrate. We're not taking pills or anything that has any downside on your organs or otherwise. And and really, you can do a number of different things depending on on what issues people are having. We talked about uh, you know cryotherapy and inflammation and that sort of thing. But I was uh, we were joking with uh, Dash before the show started that David Locke has allergy issues, and we need to get him down here and get the IV drip. Right? I mean, there's a lot of ways that you can really help yourself. Yeah, that's right. One of my favorite things to talk about is just a micronutrient test. You know, a lot of times when you go to your your normal general practitioner doctor, uh, unless you have symptoms. They're not going to draw blood and look for deficiencies, um, which, in my opinion, is kind of the wrong approach. We take a micronutrient test here. We send it to our lab. We get it back in a few days, and then we get a full panel of what's going on under the hood. And so we can do preventative stuff with our IVs. So a lot of us, um, magnesium is one of the things I like to talk about. Um, In the Western diet, it's really hard to get magnesium. And uh, the problem is that magnesium is responsible for over 300 biochemical processes in your Mm. body. So a deficiency in magnesium is going to lead to things like headache and fatigue and other things. And it's hard to get in your diet. And even worse, taking an oral supplement of magnesium, um, the bioavailability is just not great. You know, if, even if the supplement's made well, you're lucky if you're getting 20% uh, of what's in the actual uh, multivitamin or oral supplementation of magnesium. And so we can do it directly into your bloodstream. You're going to uptick all of that um, and kind of prevent fatigue and headaches and other symptoms that come along with that and get better, you know, get back to doing more of what you love to do. You know, uh, Gordon, we've had a couple of uh, mechanical analogies on the show today, you with your torque wrench or whatever that was. But (laughs) I I really like that. Get a look under the hood. Find out find out what you need. Find out what's going on. Yeah, that's right. I think uh, you you don't get your car. uh, You don't do. not do maintenance on your car just because it's uh, performing fine. And the same thing with your body, right? Like you should continue right. to do maintenance. And the way I look at a, an IV drip is like an oil change on your car, right? Like you should be doing it um, even if your car is performing normally. And the next thing, you're blowing engine parts all over the road. <laughs> 
Well, in, in this particular comparison, I don't want to know what that <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to know what hey, that next would look time, like. Next time we talk, I, I, I want to talk. Can you give me some insight on arthritis? Yeah, absolutely. So cryotherapy was actually designed in Japan um, over 50 years ago to treat arthritis. Oh. Um, and, and that's an inflammation-based condition. Um, and so, Believe me, I know. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, it's close to home. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, the cold therapy works for inflammation because of what's called vasoconstriction. So when you get in the cryotherapy chamber, it's a dry cold, so it's not painful. Um, it's way better than sitting in an ice bath or jumping into a cold body of water. Um, and it, it shunts all your blood to your core. So um, that, that really is kind of using your body's natural defense mechanisms to fight inflammation is that vasoconstriction. It's kind of like fight or flight, right? So it's sending, your body's sending all the blood to your lungs, heart, and brain to protect home. And then when you step out of the cryotherapy chamber, you get a vasodilation rebound, which um, sends all that good nutrient-rich oxygenated blood to where your body needs it. So from an arthritis perspective, it's one of the best things you can do to eliminate those aches and pains associated with arthritis. Wow. And you know what? You can get that treatment for just 25 bucks and find out if it's right for you. 75 for the IV drip, 49 for hyperbaric oxygen treatment. Restore.com is the website or simply call 385-255-CRYO. That's 385-255-CRYO. Thank you very much, Brody. Thank you, guys. All right. More with Bowler straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It got to the point where it was almost embarrassing how easily USF was running over the BYU defense. That was Tanner Mangum from earlier in the show. Welcome back. Big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, hanging out live at Restore Hyper Wellness and Cryotherapy. Drop by and see us. We're in Draper, 121 East, 123rd South. Very easy to get to. Find out what they uh, can do for you. Want to remind you about our friends at Action Plumbing, Heating, and Air. They're looking for skilled HVAC technicians, plumbers, and electricians to join the Action Superhero team. Paid training, health, dental benefits, and a 401k match. Call today and join the Action Plumbing Superhero team, 801-833-3333. Bowler, let's switch gears, switch gears for a minute. Let's talk a little college football. You heard Tanner Mangum talking about BYU. It got run over in the second half against uh, South Florida, and things are... A little bleak down in Provo. What on their third quarterback, and so that's always difficult for any uh, any coach to handle. I know the heat is on uh, for Kalani, and I know Gordo. You know you believe, and I, I'm in the same club with you. I think Kalani. I don't know who's better right now. I don't know who they're talking to. I heard you talk about some words or some whispers. You know, they went after Ken Nielamatololo, who I just think is a fabulous coach at Navy. I did multiple games uh, a few years back uh, with Nielamatololo, and his son now is up at the U, right? Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, you know, I, I, he's in a marvelous position and I just was curious at Navy, and of course I think probably does make more than what Kalani pulls in at, at BYU. And I, I, you know, I just think it's time again just to put it on the table. And I, mean, I you know, I don't have a laptop, but you know, Jake, and I, I don't know where BYU fans are. I know, I know they want to win, 
and I'm, I'm still just a believer for my 10 years when I when I called games and what was the the WAC and then became the Mountain West and and you know the rivalries there with Air Force and Colorado State and San Diego State they were real man they were real and the Utah games obviously were real but I, I just sense that you know the losses and look the last two weekends were winnable ball games I think everybody understands that uh, with Toledo and and uh, and Florida and um, South Florida, uh, I, I I don't know where else this 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 team can go and what kind of athletes Gordon and Jake they can recruit because the ones who understand that they have uh, uh, the the conference championship to win and they play in a P five and they will be seen. I know the ESPN contract is there. The ESPN plus the espn u the espn two games okay i get that but there's more to it than money it's about winning and i'm not sure if they can recruit the athletes they need the playmakers and i go back and look i know i'm going to peel back a few years on this on this comment but you know fans will remember the days of the lakehe mulis the bellinis the boyces the chad lewis's the mike smith's on defense let flip it to the thor salanoas and the jc von collins who were dirt grime guys that got the job done and would knock your hat off jason buck uh sean knight i mean the list goes on and on and i'm just not sure where those athletes are why are they utah they okay and you know what they yeah, i would or think stanford or a USC. lot of the polynesian guys have gone to the big 12 because it's a p5 oregon has 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 hit that has, has, has plowed a path to 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 those to those schools and into those athletes as has usc uh, and it's it's much tougher now because again, what do you sell a young eighteen year old? And maybe they go on a mission, maybe they don't. Uh, it's a little bit more open than it was back in the day when Lavelle was coaching. Things have changed. Social media, I get that, but I, I still am a believer that something has to be told to the fan that who are we and what direction are we going? I think that's what needs to be done personally. Uh, I doubt what if that. it's not good news? Well, then I think they have to accept. Instead of being kind of held out here, Gordon, fans I talk to and people that I know who are Cougar fans want some answers on what direction are we, who are we. Uh, and let's not pretend that independence actually is the answer. You do have a nice contract, but for how long with ESPN? Unless you win, you become less and less of a draw unless you're going to get a beat down on television against a Wisconsin or if you, you know, you know the, any team. Let's just pick, you know, pick them. So, and then at the end of the season, not many people are really that interested in UMass and Liberty. Am I right? Right. Throw Idaho although, State in Although there. they are interested in getting wins. But, uh, but and those you know, are three almost guaranteed victories. And if they have two now, that'll take them up to five. And then they have the three San Diego State, Utah State, and Boise State starting this week. Is that – okay, I don't know. Uh, you can tweet in to Jake and, and, and Gordo about that. Is that enough, though, to turn your, turn your wheel to say, man, we're in a bowl game again in Hawaii because uh, we beat Liberty and UMass and – uh, you know, you, t- you still got to play Boise State, Utah State, two two programs that have shown they they're the real deal. They have and San built, Diego State's pretty good too. And San Diego State, they've built those programs and maintained them. So I, I I just find it really a complicated position for fans to understand right now for BYU and 
the old days of the quarterback factory are kind of come and gone. Linebacker you, you know, where they brought in some backers that were just uh, superb. I, 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 I'm just kind of a little bit um, concerned that if Kalani's a sacrificial lamb, if that's what the fans really want and if they think that's going to cure the ills at that, at that university, Gordo, I don't know who else comes in and does better, who has a better connection with their players. I don't know. Does another coach win those games, Toledo and, and South Florida, with the injuries? To, 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 under the same circumstances. Under the same circumstances. Yeah. I don't know. But, I, I, I mean, and does it have to be an LDS coach? Can they go outside the box for once and say, it's college football, come coach our, come coach our young men? Where, where does that policy come from? I, I honestly don't know. Is that something? Is it time for a change, Gordon? I don't is know. Is it well, time for a change? It is, it is a policy. Well, I, I don't know why you would limit your coaching pool personally, but I, I get it. They make the rules down there, and that's what they want to do. I, is, this isn't like a bylaw, though, right? Isn't it just a policy? Well, I mean, yeah, but it seems to be in effect. But, I mean, they technically could if they wanted to, right? Well, they can do whatever they want. But how many coaches of the LDS faith are qualified to take that program to what, let's call it the nev- to the next level besides Kalani Sataki? Ken, ne- Ken Niamatololo already turned the job down. Did he turn it down or was it not offered? I have heard that it was offered, but I always could be wrong. He was obviously in the mix and I think interested. But knowing him and talking to him, uh, I think there was there was definitely some 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 interest. Yes, yeah. but I, but the salary structure at the Naval Academy is much different than what it is at Brigham. Well, he, str- he struggled too. there too. I mean, uh, but you know what? They understand who they are. Exactly. But they uh, understand Gordo. But they know who they are. You know what? When I did those games, you go out and talk to those players. They're a half inch too small. They're a quarter step too slow. And you know what? The funnest day, of their, the funnest part of their day is going out and playing football. To go on a practice field. They just came out of stats 27. You know, I'm just kidding here. Stats 3 or calc 3. Right. You know, uh, engineering, uh, ner- <laughs> you know, mechanics and, you know, nuclear physics. And for them, they, they just sit back and look at you. Yeah, they're exceptional in the classroom, but they're love, they love football. And that's, that's, that's what sometimes I go back and I did games in the SEC and you talk to players, man, I had a rough day, man, I, uh, class has got me, now i got to do football. Now, they love, they love to go out and play football, but they understand who they are. And I think that's the beauty of the midshipmen and their fan base is that they appreciate both sides of the coin, who, serving their country and also you know, playing college football and doing the best they can against Army and, and, Air, and Air Force and, and obviously Notre Dame. So... I don't know. It's it's kind of a crossroads, I think, for a lot of fans. I mean, I, I've been getting a lot of uh, people talking to me about it, and I just thought I'd voice it. And, and I don't know where to go from here. I don't know what the school wants. And, you know, you have a, a son-in-law who played quarterback there. And he knows a lot of, you know, the inner workings of that program. And, I, you know, and the other part of it is – is there change that's available or the fans satisfied or is Kalani, like I said, the sacrificial lamb, but who do you replace him with? And is it time to join a conference where there's actually some excitement that carries through November? Something to play for. Yeah. What's so weird is that BYU this year uh, won two of those games against the four marquee schools Absolutely. they played. 
And then they both go, in overtime, and everyone was feeling like, okay, maybe the thing said in the right direction, and they lose to Toledo and South Florida. So, I mean, that's okay. So you beat Tennessee, you beat USC, and then you can't beat these other teams. I understand that Zach Wilson ended up getting hurt, but still, shouldn't you know? Kalani's talked about depth. They talked about depth before the season started, and that they were better suited to handle adversity moving through this season right now it's not looking like it nope all right we want to remind you if you're buying or selling a home homey will give you up to five thousand dollars back to help you with closing costs and fees remember it's simple to get started with homey see more at homey.com more with bowler coming up next live at restore hyper wellness and uh, cryotherapy right here on 97.5 and 1280 the zone Won't let the sun beat down on my face. Show 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Want to remind you to join Hanson Scotty coming up on Friday from noon to 3 as Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic will be live in studio to discuss an FDA-approved breakthrough and permanent solution for ED with no pills, surgery, or needles. We are live today at Restore Hyper Wellness and Cryotherapy. It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, Craig Bowlerjack. Uh, we talked a little uh, BYU football in the last segment, Bowler. Uh, you've got the, your thoughts on the Utes as well, though. Uh, they look good against the Beavs oh, over the weekend. Man, I tell you, Hunley, uh, what's what's happened there is he got another coordinator that just seems to be on the same page, and that can be, you know, the the, the difference maker with success or failure. And I, he looks comfortable, confident. He's throwing the ball as well as I've seen him throw. Moss is back, five carries, and just ripped it. Uh, unbelievable! What two touchdowns and. He's closing in on the all-time record, fifty-five yards rushing to go. record at, at the University of Utah. Yeah, with days like that, he'll he'll blow it up and then some. But uh, no, I mean health is one thing, and to get those and and the other running backs and the depth they they're starting to show is kind of a scary thing for opponents to come and uh, over the next uh, six weeks. Those other guys played well. They have. They yeah. have. They have played well, and I think Tyler just looks like a guy that's in in an, an amazing comfort zone and. And it's uh, it's they were fun to watch over the weekend. Doesn't it look like a team that could win the Rose Bowl uh, on that particular night? Uh, they'll I, say it was Oregon State. Now you got Arizona State coming up, so you'll mm-hmm. and they were off a bye week. I think you could tell too. They were well well drilled, well coached, and they had a game plan, and they were healthy and fresh, and it, and they and they looked that way. And BYU was coming off a bye week too, but. Uh... That, we didn't work, that didn't work out so but, well. Uh, you talk about Arizona, Arizona State. They've got a stingy D. This will be a nice test for that offense where the Beavers certainly were not, and they, they made them look like it. Arizona State's a little stingy. They're going to they're gonna have a, a, little more, um, a little more difficult game on their hands. Isn't it amazing when we talk football, just the depth, in you, and the coaches will tell you, yeah, I've got really good ones and twos, but we're missing the threes. <laughs> you know, and that's the depth. Fours and the fives. Yeah, fours and the five. Bama's got sixes and sevens, <laughs> and so does Clemson. But, you know, that's where Utah has improved greatly over the last few years when they got into the Pac-12. They had to deep, deeper. You know, the twos and the threes and the fours have to be as good as the ones or the twos. And I think that's where they're kind of really getting at right now. And, you know, get back to BYU, man. I'm sorry for the rampage. Not really a rampage, just a thought of, of what they are and who they are and where they're going. But, you know, uh, we talked about Niamatololo and uh, we talk about, you know, Kalani and, and, you know, 
where do they go? I'm just, I'm just curious in this off season, and it's not doesn't bode well for anyone to be to be working as a lame duck coach with no contract. That doesn't show me that Tom has a lot of confidence in what direction. No, it'll be going. one way or the other yeah. by then, don't yeah. you guys think? I that's but usually, will. though, in most cases, you see most ads decide prior to the the the, the last year of the yeah. contract to to. To, to push it out another two or three because it's all about recruiting. Right. And if you're in the house and someone's coming by, well, who's going to be my coach? Who's coaching me? And that, that's a detriment, I think, in, in, in my experience. Uh, I got caught in between a couple of coaches. And you know what? That, the coaches who, co- who, who, um, who recruited you, I show up and they say, who, the, who are you? <laughs> yeah. I'm Craig Bowler, Jack. You know, and that's that's exactly what happens a lot of times in situations when coaching coaching changes are made, and then in that last second mode. So when Lisa says to me, "Who are you?" <laughs> you know what I say? Say it's me, Bowler. <laughs> Lisa's pet name for me is Bowler. All right, we're live today at Restore Hyper Wellness and Cryotherapy. Come on out and uh, see us. Our friend Brody joins us once again, 121 East and 123rd South. Now, Brody, kind of a, a theme to the day has been, you know, there have been treatments out there that are for people more like Gordon, but now they're for people more like Bowler and me. Oh, please. Yeah, right. Okay. Oh, accessible and affordable. We're yeah. still standing. Gordon, you know, we, 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 he's propped up over there. You know? Oh, the stories I could tell, Bowler. Not just for the rich and famous anymore, bro. Yeah, that's right. We're trying to make those modalities that have, you've seen your elite athletes, celebrities, biohackers in that community um, have access to for a while. We're trying to make those mainstream and make them available and affordable. Well, let's, let's talk a, about a real cutting-edge one, and you were kind of filling, in, filling us in about this uh, during the break a minute ago uh talk about the what is this concierge nad plus iv what is this thing did i get that right yeah yeah all of those words uh together (laughs) should mean something right Yeah, so when you think about an IV drip, typically you think about, you know, saline, which is good for hydration, and then you got medical grade vitamins and minerals, most of which you know the names of, right? Like magnesium, B complex, vitamin C, those types of things. NAD is really kind of a, a biohacking coenzyme that is really the fountain of youth. Hmm. And um, biohackers and, you know, folks that uh, we talk about, you know, celebrities and whatnot have been using it as um, the a really potent anti-aging molecule, um, but it's been tens of thousands of dollars historically. So there's downward pressure on price on something like that. And uh, we are the only folks in Utah that offer NAD intravenously. And it, what it does for you is it's a really potent anti-aging molecule. So it's really good for cognitive performance, um, pain, aches and pains. Um, oh man, I and need some of that. It, it really is really effective. <laughs> and, and what's cool is that there's there's no downside uh, because it's a naturally occurring coenzyme in your body. We're just giving your body what it needs and what it has been depleting uh, over time. Are you suggesting that if uh, Jake took advantage of that, he would be smarter and have better opinions? <laughs> better opinions is a judgment call. <laughs> uh, he would come to them more clearly, though, right? <laughs> Maybe that's the key word, clarity. Clarity, <laughs> it helps yeah. With, with clarity. But that's amazing that something like that is accessible for, for any of our listeners. Yeah, that's right. Um, you don't have to have dementia or memory loss condition, which is what a lot of people typically think about. You know, we wait until those symptoms occur to, to get treatment. NAD is something that can prevent the aging process from taking over your life um, and aches and pains of kind of controlling what you do and don't do. 
uh, we don't have to live that way. And that's kind of what we built Restore for. You know, our motto is restore, do more. So we offer a lot of these modalities so you can restore your body and do more of what you love to do. Bowler and I are taking notes over here. Yeah, you should be. You should be taking notes over there. I'm reading about it right now. Uh, on top of that, uh, some great deals for his own listeners. $25 for cryotherapy, 75 for the IV drip, $49 for hyperbaric oxygen treatments. Uh, and you just want to encourage our listeners to come in, try it out, see how they can feel better. Yeah, that's right. I think most people have no idea how good their bodies are designed to feel, and we're here to change that. All right, get on by and see these guys, 121 East, 123rd South. We'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Wrapping up a big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. want to say a big thanks to our friends here at Restore Hyper Wellness and Cryotherapy. Gordon, they have been great hosts. It's been so fun uh, learning more about these treatments and how you can feel better. Yeah, Bowler's already a sign up for every treatment he can get. He, he wants the works. I Is just that... got out of, the, out of the hot and the cold box. Yeah, I feel good. <laughs> Ready to go, Bowler? Ready to go. How those knee, knees feeling? Oh, right. I feel like I'm 19 again. <laughs> we, we'll have to ask Brody how many people come in and say, just give me the works. Yeah. I just want it yeah. all. Go down down give me the, 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 the ones over. <laughs> just to make sure I cover Throwing a shave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But they have, uh, they've been great hosts to the show today. Appreciate you dropping by, Bowler. Hey, anytime. Love it. You know what? With the road schedule, it's coming up. I'll have to probably talk to you from the phone uh, for a while. But, uh, hey, look, excited. Tomorrow night, uh, you know, McCollum and Damian Lillard, dynamic. I think Portland's trying to find their way as well. And the Jazz obviously want to make this a uh, uh, a win, but also get to the next level. And as Quinn always says, let's get better. And that's what his uh, edict is right now in the preseason. But after tomorrow night, Look, you got a week off. Uh, well, not really a week off. Week of practice with the core group that he's going to decide to put and on that roster. And that's important, Bowler. It is. Now, that may be as important as any game that could be played. And then prepare a week from tomorrow night, the real deal, OKC, at home, as we start off an 82-game schedule. Ready to go. Ready. Fire it up. And ready. No, uh, I'm excited that uh, the opening night's at home this week, yeah. or this year, too. That's going to be a lot of fun. Oklahoma City is uh, maybe a good uh, good team to start out with given that they're on the, the the rebuild so that should be fun i can't believe that's a week from tomorrow at least at least tomorrow. the games will count yeah that's how can you measure motivation when the games don't count you can't you really can't but is that why phoenix beats portland on portland's home floor probably true what do you think of phoenix you think uh, i mean you look at the west and actually everybody seems to have something going for them except i'm not convinced <laughs> phoenix does well, they've gone through a multitude of coaches, and that's been a constant rebuild. Ask Igor, who was uh, the last one in line, and uh, you know Jeff Hornacek gave it a shot as well. And inconsistencies down there, and you have to wonder too. Devin Booker's a great talent, but what kind of teammate is he? And what does Rubio bring? We know what he brought here, and that's some class, dignity, uh, and also leadership in the locker room on and off the floor, actually. But we'll see how that Booker-Rubio combo, uh, if the young, well, you know, Booker's been around now a few years. I wonder, is he coachable and does he want to be mentored? I don't know. Hmm. 
And what does DeAndre Ayton do? And a little uh, little sidetrack with Phoenix there. That's all. Yeah, that's all right. Seems to me like the rest of the Western Conference, you can look at every team. Even the Sacramento team we <laughs> saw last night. I mean, they've they've got some stuff going hey, for them. Hey, you know what? Another year or two, watch out. That, that team has uh, a lot of youth, a lot of athleticism, and they showed – a lot of it last night. Speaking of which, was that Igor on the... On the yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, he's, he's, he's the lead assistant. Yeah, uh, yeah. And boy, has Marvin Bagley put on some weight. He looks good. He he doesn't look like that string bean right out of Duke that, like he looked last year. He's been... That guy's been working. Um, so anyway, big thanks uh, to Tanner Mangum for coming on the show today. Bowler, thanks for dropping by, man. We always appreciate it. It's always great to see you. Great to see you too, guys. Uh, thanks to Austin, executive producer of The Big Show. Thank you, Gordon. I'll see you tomorrow, buddy. Thanks to all our listeners. We do appreciate it. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.